Welcome to episode 90 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. My name is Logan, and this episode I am joined by Carlos. Hola. And Eric. Yeah, hello. Or Companion Cube <laughs> on our Discord. Um, we are here to talk about the latest group watch show, which was Gosik. Um, a Gosik? Gosik, Gosik, whatever. Who knows? You know, tomato, tomato. Uh, mm-hmm. This was a uh, submission by our other host, Jeff, who was unfortunately unable to make it this week. Um, but, yeah, it was a fun watch, if nothing else. <laughs> you, took a you while. Will, you will definitely get uh, uh, get our opinions towards the end. But, uh, yeah, like an interesting watch. And, yeah, it did take a while. We apologize. Uh, unfortunately, not everyone could make it every week. So, uh, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Along spoil everything so um, <laughs> yeah yeah definitely a lot of spoilers but i say uh let's not say too much here let's let them just experience our uh opinions as they come in the episode and uh we hope you guys enjoy and let us know what you think yeah thanks for listening and uh kujo sucks <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> you guys don't mind i'm just gonna yeah <laughs> i have one more battle to go in, in fate go That's fine. um but we we can we yeah. can Here, continue uh, this conversation yeah <laughs> um how far are you in unlimited blade works uh probably like halfway through at this point okay yeah i, I really like i i finished fate like i flew through fate mm-hmm. and then i slowed down which is my problem with literal <laughs> novels mm-hmm. is i get all this gusto and then I slow down, which is, you know, uh, I'm hoping that I can get some stuff done because uh, uh, my classes start up again uh, next week. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I can get some stuff done while I'm in class. I'll just like you know, <laughs> upload everything onto uh, onto like a uh, thumb drive, thumb drive yeah. and yeah, just avoid the H scenes while... <laughs> Well, there's like not not well, not while I'm in class, but you know while I'm while I'm on campus. Yeah. there's a there's only one in Unlimited Blade Works, so and it's towards the end. That's unfortunate. It is. <laughs> it is unfortunate. But uh, from what I understand, Heaven's Field makes up for it. So that is something I'm excited for. Yeah. Um, not just that, uh-huh. but I, I really no, just I, that. I gotta see. Just that, Just that. I, I got I, I got to see how it ends uh, before the movie. And then I want to like, I, I think what I what my goal is, is um, to finish uh, Unlimited Blade Works. Um, and then before I start playing Heaven's Feel, I'm going to go back and watch the first movie. Mm. And then I'm going to play through uh, Heaven's Feel up until that point in the movie, um, which hopefully I don't take too long. Um, and depending on how I'm feeling, maybe I'll just continue through it and finish it. Yeah. Or maybe I'll wait until yeah. the, the, the Blu-rays come out. Uh, or just do like the bad ends up until like the point where the movie lets off. 
Yeah. Yeah, I hear some of the bad ends for for Evansville are pretty bad. So um interested to see what that looks like. Um not not exactly anticipating it. I'm hoping to get some more time playing. I got a little bit in this morning, got another bad end. Not as not oh, yeah, as good I as the first one. But uh you know First one's brutal. First one's really <laughs> brutal. Second one's kinda similar since it's basically the same situation, like you're catching it at the same time as the first one uh but uh, yeah it's not as <laughs> I just, not as brutal i just really like the way they do bad ends i mean like yeah like i don't like bad ends i don't like you know bad stuff happening to my characters but i love the tiger dojo like that is such <laughs> a fun way to be like hey idiot you fucked up here should like go back and do it again but like with you know Tyga's voice actress, you know, and and uh, is Ilya always often, there? I haven't been through enough of them to say whether she's always there, but she's been in every one I've seen. Yeah, it's so it's been a little awkward so far. With <laughs> Ilya there with the way that the first two bad ends are. <laughs> she's a sweet girl. Oh, it's 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 awkward in another one too. Like I I uh, there's one later on. I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, when you, I mean, you, you've seen the Dean anime, so you know that, you know, you, there's a confrontation with Ilya coming. Yeah. Um, there's another bad end, uh, and it's it's equally awkward <laughs> with her just kind of there. I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, if you can't tell, we're, we're all playing the Fate VN uh, because... Uh, it was I time. I, I, I was compelled to by Heaven's Feel... Because I was like, I have to know how this ends. I can't wait another year. And uh, given the recent news with the UFO table, uh, I might not ever get to see it. But we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully they they're able to crank it out. Hopefully, uh, yeah. The news on that's kind of iffy. If like, is it the studio or like the president? The president. Well, the problem is, is you know. Uh, it was tax evasion by the president on behalf of the studio. It seems. It right. seems. I, you know, I'm definitely not an authority. I definitely don't on know legal that. on legal matters in Japan, let alone the United States. <laughs> yeah. Um. But did they say how much the tax evasion was? Um. No, I, I didn't see any 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 numbers. Okay. Um. I just said that he was uh, uh taking cash or something like that instead of. Uh, distributing money into a bank. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, some kind of like people with with law degrees and and economics degrees can <laughs> can tell you more about that kind of stuff than I can. I I just try to pay my taxes on time and and not run afoul of the IRS. Exactly. <laughs> Probably a good call. Yeah. I'm not rich enough to, to be in that position. Like like the the little meter on what do you call? It? I'm not sure if you guys do your tax or how you guys do your taxes mm. but I, I use TurboTax, and there's like a little audit meter to show you how, how and how much uh, of a danger it is that you might be audited and mine's always like extremely low you're single you're fine yeah like, all right man it's well, you, don't have to be a di- you don't have to be a dick about yeah. it jeez yeah. Yeah. at least pretend that i i could i could get audited i mean i like to live i like to live dangerously <laughs> yeah what can you what can you claim <laughs> Of course, we don't uh, uh, condone that activity or something. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we do. <laughs> I'll leave it up uh, to you. Well, 
there's there's no uh, way for me to segue away from that. Uh, well, so we're I, real we'll excited just... about playing the VN. How about this exciting anime that we watched? There you go. There you go. <laughs> that sounds like one of those uh like the the educational you know videos uh-huh. that you <laughs> show, like like the sex ed ones oh, or whatever great. where they have to tra- transition or lease <laughs> <laughs> oh we were doing so well with our segues too yeah. what happened to I'll us edit in post don't worry <laughs> i won't just edits in a perfect segue yeah oh i'm sure yeah, there's we, a youtube channel that has them all and you could just like grab like video clips <laughs> off those for segues just input them in i just it's just like <laughs> rent a, rent rent a segue which could be another thing entirely anyway you type in two uh, things so you type in fate stay night visual novel and then uh gothic and, just and then it tells the you what the transition useless, is the most useless program ever <laughs> just like invent and like just yeah randomized segue randomizer for segues yeah um but yeah no we, we recently and and i i say recently with you know open air quotes um finished uh uh gothic for our uh our group watch um which was uh suggested by our own jeff unfortunately he couldn't make it today because he is a busy man but uh we thought we would uh bring you our thoughts on this anime today um for better or ill (laughs) so uh uh if you would uh can you can you give us a breakdown of gothic Okay, so we watched uh, Studio Bones' 2011 anime, Gothic. It's uh, 24 episodes long. Uh, of course, Studio Bones has done a lot of great-looking shows, great animation over the years, including like Full Metal Alchemist, Mob Psycho 100, Hair Academia, uh, Sweat the Red Hair. I think they did like Cowboy Bebop back in the day. No, they did stuff. an OVA for Cowboy Bebop. Sunrise oh, that's right. did Cowboy Bebop. Eh, it's all yeah. the same. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> Noragami, etc. Love K Battlefront. Uh, it was directed by Hitoshi Nanba, who uh, hasn't done a whole lot, but he did direct the Fate Grand Order First Order movie and most recently uh, Golden Kamui. Uh, composition it was done by Mario Kata, who have we done a Mario Kata show um, here yet? I don't, I don't think believe so. so. Okay, uh, but she's done um, many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, uh, she did a Dragon Pilot and the movie Machia. But she's also uh, probably most famous for like Anohana. Uh, she did Toradora, AKB Zero Forty Eight. Um. Yeah, many many things, uh, and this was adapted from a novel. Indeed, uh, it's a little bit of a different source material. Uh, it does have a manga adaptation as well. Hmm. Um. But yeah, the light novel is only like nine volumes. Does it end? Yeah. And from what I heard, it I think it more or less yeah, no, covers the end. same amount of material, more or less, as the anime. Yeah, no, I think the anime pretty much covers everything with like variations at the end. Right. Which we will, I guess, get into. Um, This is the story um, of 
a young boy named Kazuya Kujo, a Japanese boy who is a foreign student at the St. Marguerite Academy, which is a luxurious boarding school in the fictitious uh, southern European country of Savior. Is that? Okay. Yeah, I can remember exactly how to say it. Um, taking from the synopsis here, um, his jet black hair and dark brown eyes causes peers to shun him and give him the nickname Black Reaper, based on a popular urban legend about the traveler who brings death in the spring. On a day like any other, Cujo visits the school's extravagant library in search of ghost stories. However, his focus soon changes as he becomes curious about a golden strand of hair on the stairs. The steps lead to a large garden and a beautiful doll-like girl known as Victory the Blow, uh, whose complex and imaginative foresight allow her to predict the future... Uh, with more mysteries quickly developing, including the appearance of a ghost ship and an alchemist with the power of transmutation, Victory and Cujo, bound by fate and their unique skills, have no choice but to rely on each other. <laughs> <laughs> unique skills. What are Cujo's unique skills? Being a dog. He's oriental. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Doesn't that one kid call him Chinese? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He never hey, corrects him either. Yeah, no. he Chinese. <laughs> Um. Oh my god. Yeah. So so uh, that's a that's a the I, casual a racism in the show is pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, twenties Southern yeah, Europe, absolutely for sure. It fits. I mean, I, and they do they do actually, which which is one of the things that surprised me, and we'll we'll get into that later. But they do actually address racism. Yeah, which was interesting. Yeah, I was yeah. like. Oh, okay, <laughs> not something Japan usually uh, dips their toe into, um, but um, yeah. So uh, essentially, uh, not not wanting to to go over every episode, but we, I guess we can go over the uh, the different arcs uh, as they occurred. Um, you know, Kujo Kujo meets Victorik, um, who is incredibly intelligent. And uh, she's kind of a mystery savant. Like she can solve mysteries just with the barest amount of information. Yeah. What are they called? Like uh, shards of chaos or something like that. I can't even remember. Yeah. Mm. And she calls her her intuition her wellspring of wisdom. Yes. <laughs> and with her with her her porcelain uh, pipe that she she puts in her mouth, but doesn't smoke anything out of bubbles. <laughs> Uh, does she ever? Yeah, that's know. right. You're right. Yeah, I, I don't think she ever does. Know. I think we I just think wanted it to be. Yeah, it's just something um, to chew on. But uh, initially, the first mystery is the ghost ship, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that that is a weird one. Well, I mean, okay, so that's that's saying something considering <laughs> a lot of it is weird. But um, so and correct me. If I'm wrong, uh, they get an invitation. No, or so some, like they. What happens is uh, the the brother, <laughs> um, was it Greville? Is that his name? Yeah, uh, Pompadour dude. The, he comes mm. to her with the like the uh, uh, the mystery, and I th think they get an invitation that way like they were invited themselves but they took someone's invitation and went there oh no they went to mm. uh search the the person who died their like 
sailboat and they find the invitation there. And then that's right. They go to investigate this big ship. This good old, good old casual breaking and entering. Yeah. Uh, and tampering with evidence. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they, so they go uh, on this ship and the ship has been set up. I, I guess we'll just give it away. Um, the spoilers, by the way, uh, if we didn't mention that before. Yeah. If you um, didn't see the title spoiler yeah, cast, it's a mystery show. Um, so kind of have yeah. to. So, so the ship has been set up uh, to look like a ship um, that was sunk beforehand uh, in which uh, multiple cruel experiments on children were conducted, uh, mostly in the name of a game, uh, like a, a betting game, uh, like, uh, I guess, a gamble um, over which child would would live to see the end of the ship, to see the end of the experience. Um, and, uh, two women, uh, set up this ship to get revenge on the people who tormented them as, as kids. Um, that one was, was pretty cool, but the, <laughs> all the mysteries in it were kind of weird. Like, it was weird to me that like some of those guys would accept that invitation. You right. know, the, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're rich. What does it matter to them? Yeah. <laughs> you have to know what ship they're boarding, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think, I think some of them were you know there because they like there were only a couple of them that were actually you know the kids right and then the other people were people that partook in like the betting and so they were maybe there well, to... well the one that was there who was a kid was the one who was there i think he called himself their sheepdog the one who who herded them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah he was the only one who was a kid uh, uh, him aside and from the two yeah yeah and the yeah um, but I think um, all the other people were like people that participated on the other end of it where they were the ones betting and stuff. And so like, this is their dark secret. And so when they get an invitation, you know, for this thing, they're like, what? No, this can't come to light. So I have to go and make sure nothing happens kind of a thing. And they were, they were drugged before they, you know, like before everything really happened, but yeah. it was, it was a little, a little dubious. It, it was, Funny to me though that it, the, remember the whole thing was set up initially, uh, not the not the the, um, the fake one, mm-hmm. uh, but the original one was set up, uh, right, so that uh, they could determine who was going to win World War One. <laughs> remember, because it was <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it was it was the releasing of the rabbits, <sighs> so they released God. these kids so that they could kill each other. And whichever children emerged from the from uh, the the death ship unscathed, um, or not unscathed, uh, would um, alive, I guess, uh, would like their nationalities would determine uh, <laughs> what what countries won World War One. And I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Seems normal to me. Uh huh. <laughs> um. But I mean, that was a that was a pretty effective way to get you know to get the show going, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, definitely set a tone. It did. But... There was a surprising amount of uh, violence early on that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. But I think it is TVMA. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, seventy Funimation. plus rated R, seventy plus. So, yeah. Yeah, a little brutal. Uh, following that, we actually get um, the introduction of uh, Avril, 
who's a new character uh, and um, is Cujo's other love interest. Well, okay, I say that. He's not interested. Yeah, she, yeah he, she's into him. He's Yeah, she's into him. Yeah, it, it, it's not so much a love triangle as it is a a love line segment with an extra line that just kind of hangs off of one of the other segments. <laughs> with an arrow so. pointing towards it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, poor Avril. Yeah. She deserves so much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the one where the biker's head just kind of falls off. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Which really has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I like, yeah, I don't think they ever came back to that. Well, they never... <laughs> I mean... They, they they arrested some woman for it, but... Yeah. Yeah. They set it up to, to seem like Avril was the one who set up the wire that mm-hmm. cut off the biker's head. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a lot of but, hints with like her gloves or... Yeah, some, some oh, yeah. hand was wrapped and yeah, um, but yeah, I guess turns out that the person that Cujo met wasn't actually Avril, but it was some like con artist chick mm-hmm. that took the look of Avril. Right. <clears throat> and, and Avril up, was like locked up in the, yeah, the cellar of this building. And he, for, she wanted, days? for days? She wanted some kind of... um art or something like that i think it was a book in the because the hmm yeah it was a they, book they go because the other like bit of this this arc was the whole like church chapel thing where all the people were underground like buried and then there's i think all the thing about like the phantom thief yeah uh and like the book was stolen by them <clears throat> and uh fake avril was like uh, Phantom Thief was kind of like an idol to her something. She wanted to be the next one. Who could say? Honestly. Who could say? Um, yeah. If if it sounds like it's a lot of speculation from us, it's a because this the show wasn't always the best at like at executing on the the mystery, and it's like it took us two months to watch this show because of group. Uh, issues in like the group in the group watch so yeah forgive us if we're not entirely 100 <laughs> about everything but yeah there's there's quite a lot of a uh, question in this one that one was i don't i want to say my least favorite mystery but it, it wasn't great um it, it does that one did underlie the teacher though the teacher's great because <laughs> like didn't the teacher save like because he, he got bashed upside the head Cujo, that is the main character uh-huh. uh gets bashed upside the head and she's the one who takes care of him and like a lot of times she's the one who like comes to their rescue mm-hmm. um the teacher's name <clears throat> is cecil 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 yes. cecil yeah um uh, and then then we start getting like into more of like we get the initial bits of um victorique's nature um they call her uh like a wolf gray wolf yeah gray wolf yeah yeah yeah. so um kind of uh learn more about her in that way um the next arc was that village Hmm? the village of the gray wolves and we get introduced to brian who steals cujo's uh, (laughs) textbooks (laughs) the greatest mystery in the show where do those textbooks go 
Yeah, he never gets his textbooks back. And he, the, the, the kicker, like, the, the one thing that kills me about that whole thing, about, like, Brian steals his textbooks. And then he, he, instead of being like, give me my textbooks back, copies the textbooks down <laughs> by hand oh. into a notebook. <laughs> yeah. That is so fucked up. Uh, oh, from, from my notes. They run into a street magician who reveals a dead pigeon, which makes the crowd disperse. Then he takes Cujo's textbooks, puts them in his hat, and turns it into a funny hat, and walks away with a pigeon following him. <laughs> magicians, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Turn, turn, turn of the century mag- magicians. Actually, at this point, what, it's like the 20s? It's like 24? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, they, they go to, to, the, <laughs> to, to the village where, like, Victorique's... Um, I guess people come from. She's half. Yeah. Half well, yeah. Grey Wolf. That's where her so. mother lived, I guess. Yeah. And, um, and it's this weird kind of like pseudo religious like fiefdom within the country because they they are adamant that it's not that they don't live in a village. They live in their own country or in a town or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> so they essentially get to rule themselves. Um really super medieval style um like everything's kind of run down um but i guess they're they're isolated for 400 years yeah which doesn't make a whole lot of sense but it's like considering they're in like the middle of europe oh do you want to know why they went there so if you remember kujo he saw victorique walking in the middle of the night with her trunk Mm -hmm. and he thought that she had cavities uh-huh. trying to go to the dentist do you remember I that <laughs> and then they got onto the train without her telling her telling Cujo where they're going <laughs> oh he's so stupid and then yeah, Nun the, was on the train who had a the thing ma- stolen at the marketplace it's right, like this right. it's a lot of like so then <laughs> the problem stuff. is too is that a lot of these characters are going to disappear yeah. Like, yeah. The, like the nun is and and like they also meet three uh three other people on the train, three men. Um after this arc, we don't see them again. Mm-hmm. Uh granted, three of them it's because they're dead. But <laughs> uh but the nun, uh she uh we never see her again. Now that's a damn shame because she was do my see favorite character. Ambrose again at the very Am- end. Yeah, the, the the guy like the the other uh, gray wolf who leaves with him. Right. Yes. Yes. The younger the, the young man that young like man, that yeah. like yeah. So they're not they're not supposed to leave their village. It's a very insular place. Uh, but they're there for like um, they they I mean like uh, victory Cujo, uh, the three dead men and and um, the nun are all uh, all get there um, in time for like some kind of festival. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the mystery with that is is again, uh the the three men start dying one by one, uh, which is massively confusing for everybody. Um <laughs> I mean over- they're being very obnoxious for like yeah. this yeah, for sure. Village. Yeah, I think they're like let people treasure in. hunters and they're there to steal some like bull from the church or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And at one point they're being obnoxious, uh like it seems like they're like they're pretending like they're drunk, but they're actually being obnoxious. Uh, to see if a certain artifact is is real or not. Yeah. Um, but the reason that Victorique was going there was to try to prove that her mother 
did not commit a murder that happened some number of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like the former like village the former, leader. Yeah. And there's still evidence. <laughs> or no, there's not. There's not. But like like Victorique's reasoning gets a woman who was very unhinged. <laughs> the entire arc, like this woman is two, like two steps away from the Joker. Um like so, so unhinged. Like uh, Victorique's reasoning gets her to admit her crime. Oh, no, no. She said her mother wasn't tall enough to uh, stab him. Yeah, the in the back. Did you forget how uh, how they got her to confess? They had Kudo oh, dress up in the outfit and start saying stuff in Japanese, right. and she thought it was some like death language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, good old casual racism. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. God, I forgot. Yeah, so so yeah, it's during the festival, and Cujo dresses up as, as one of the, I don't know, yeah. spirits, deities, yep. whatever, and, and starts speaking to her in Japanese, and she loses her goddamn mind. And just lights the whole village on fire. Yeah, and then start, and, <laughs> and the fight, like, okay, the way, the, 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 the quickness with which that fire spreads, and it's not like, I'm not saying, like, it doesn't spread from one point and go out. Like at one point we pan out of the city and there are multiple fires in different places that aren't touching each other, which means to me that she set this shit up. Like she was ready to go. Like she had some kind of mechanism of switches in which like she pushed it and fires broke out throughout the city <laughs> because like those fires happened way too quickly after she went nuts. Uh, but yeah, so she starts setting fires throughout the city, and and essentially, uh, the the surviving foreigners have to leave because, well, they did this. <laughs> um, they they made her go nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, take Ambrose with you. Yeah, well, because Ambrose was in love with the crazy woman. That's right. Yeah, he was in love with the crazy maid lady. Yeah, he was, and then she falls off the bridge. So he's like, I've got nothing to stay here for anymore. Um, also important in this arc is uh, Cujo and Victory get that prophecy from yeah. the the current head leader that mm-hmm. they keep referencing back the rest of the anime mm-hmm. about Which like one? the strong wind. It's one of the that will yeah, strong winds them. coming like a year from now. Uh, like yeah, everything, yeah. No. <laughs> I, the prophecy in the future, in the far future, in yeah. the far future. Which, which we'll months. find out. Yeah, so. I understand when two months is the far future um, in like medieval times or or like <laughs> caveman times when, you know, your your life expectancy is maybe 20 years if you're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> but not in the 1920s. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the prophecy that was like I was kind of hopeful for that. And yeah, that that didn't really pan out as as much as I was hoping. And the prophecy thing was the reason that that uh, woman became unhinged, uh, because her prophecy was that she would end up like a cursed person because she killed someone or something like that. So in order to try to break the prophecy, she killed the guy who gave the prophecy to yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, fucking self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, uh, the the thing that bothered me about that too is that why would you do this to children? Like that was a terrifying ordeal. The the uh, the prophecy, like yeah. it, it, like your elder goes a little bit nuts and starts shouting at you about your future. Why would this be like? And only kids do it. 
It's like, why would this be something? (laughs) Jesus. Why? Why not adults? Adults can handle that shit a little bit better, I should hope. Oh. Not these adults. Yeah, not these adults. They're all they're all insane. Um so after that, uh (laughs) um what do we get after that one? Oh, Jack Jacqueline. Uh Gravel's um former love interest. Yeah. Uh has her little episode where uh she talks about how he's not such a bad guy because what was it? He he solved a mystery for her in which she was uh implicated for murder, but but um she didn't because commit it. she had a squirrel and That's right. the veterinarian like like the squirrel died and uh little q she had a pet chipmunk named little q and she was a suspect for a murder the murder of the chipmunk's veterinarian because the the chipmunk died uh, while in the vet's care not gravel solved it for her oh yeah actually gravel i think we might have skipped an arc yeah Oh, did we? Yeah, Which it was one the, the one about like the uh, the kids that oh, are like dolls. being sold into slavery or whatever. Um, oh, the one yeah. in the other city, the department store. Yeah. Oh, that one was fucked up. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, um I don't know okay, if there's really so much to say about that one other than we get a little more Brian. Um, we get, oh, and it's it's one of the few times, or it's actually the only time we don't get any. I mean, not a lot of victory because she's sick and she stays at home. Yeah. So, which is unfortunate because that means we we spend the entire time traipsing around with uh, uh, Cujo, who's uh, much less intelligent. <laughs> uh, and we do get um, the uh, the, the orphan it's, kid. It's, it's also the first Luigi. mention of the blue rose. Luigi. Is it? Yeah, because that's because uh, he's because that department store is where the blue like the true blue rose is kept. Yes, the uh, the the diamond, the diamond yes. that was named the blue rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, the the first blue rose was the actual, you know, a blue rose. Uh, but was it? But um, I thought the the entire was, thing was that the blue rose that he had was the true one, and that he was making well, counterfeits. He, he, he turned. Uh, no, no, I'm I'm talking about like the blue rose. I, I was thinking of um the alchemist guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that's that's the 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 reason for the name of that particular mm, yeah okay sapphire right, yeah, yeah. uh but yeah yeah he was making counterfeits and and they're the true blue rose uh gemstone was was in this place and Cujo just happens to accident into a room full of illegal merchandise uh and um and somehow makes it down to the basement where he finds a the, girl yeah and then accidents his way into a basement where he finds a girl who had escaped uh, uh essentially the the slave auction um and he sets up with the police actually they actually do call um Victorique in this episode mm-hmm. and she's the one who who pretty much sets up the uh who solves it for him and sets up the uh you know the sting cuz like the police uh set up a sting operation and and it's right. revealed that uh, that they are like, and it's funny too because, um, so so the sting operation uh, involves uh, completely shutting down the power to this building. Mm-hmm. Now you would think, as soon as the power is shut off, 
that everybody who is currently at the slave auction would fuck off as quickly as possible. <laughs> it was all lit up by, uh, by candles and stuff. But you would still, uh, like, assume you would hear just oh, the immediate no. shutdown of power within a building. And uh, this is a massive department store. Mm-hmm. So, so like, the, the, the police are able to find and open the door to the slave auction where the, uh, where a slave auction is actually happening right fucking then and there. <laughs> and it's like, this is altogether too easy. The rich in this country are fucking retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. yeah. So, so. Yeah, that's when we get introduced to uh, Madame Jacqueline. Yeah, the, uh, Jacqueline, because she's what who takes in Luigi. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, and and Jacqueline is is the the former. So yeah, I did skip it. So and she's the former love interest of of Greville. Uh, Greville, and uh, she, she speaks highly of him because uh, she helped him. Uh, clear her name even though it was Victorique that helped him clear her name um, and uh, prevails an asshole. Which is why he has to wear the hair style that he does. Yeah. He's got like this crazy ridiculous I don't know even what pompadour. It's like a spiral pompadour. Yeah. yeah. They call him like a drill head I think a couple times. Yeah. Probably the so. amount of product you would have to put in your hair yeah. to get it like that is astounding. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was a really that was like a, a an episode all on its own. Yeah, honestly. there were but, there were a couple kind of back to back episodes where it was just kind of self contained little stories because the next one's about like the summer vacation where he decides not to uh, go to uh, Europe or whatever. he he uh, fucking ditches Avril. Oh, the Mediterranean. Avril yeah, at the train. Yeah, <laughs> and this is where Avril finds out that Victorique is a girl. Uh, which what did you think with a name like Victorique? <laughs> I don't know any men named Victorique. <sighs> no, me either. Um, Maybe she misheard him. Victor? <laughs> Victoric. K? <Okay. laughs> Victor Q. Victor Q. Um Yeah, and and that that episode is is just them hanging out uh on summer break honestly. Yeah. Um but- it, it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad like character bonding episode no, that was oh, where yeah. we got like uh, the uh, letters from Cujo's uh brother yes and sister and they like traded letters back and forth with, like puzzles and stuff and then we really start to get into the meat of the story um with the introduction of uh leviathan who is a kind of like i don't know was was a revered alchemist who was said to have been able to uh, make gold and, you know, made a rose turn blue in front of the king and queen. Um, and kind of like the backstory of Leviathan himself and how it ties into their school, apparently. Uh, Every, everything ties into the school. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's weird. like Seville is this small city country i mean mean, it is it is like a country it's just like a prestigious school too yeah i mean mean, for those wondering like they do have a map of europe where you can see and and every other country is where it's supposed to be but seville is this little sliver between france and italy between like so like france uh to the west uh 
Italy to the east and Switzerland to the north, essentially. Yeah, I think it's modeled off for Switzerland, honestly. Right. Um, it, it's kind of in the same vein of your Andorra and Luxembourg and Liechtenstein yeah. kind of tiny countries. Tiny countries. Uh, we'll, I'll get into that in a bit. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say tiny countries with really, really high opinions of themselves and their abilities. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so, so yeah, like... Um, this one's the one of of Leviathan's, uh, like him showing up, right? Like yeah. people were like, "Oh, he's he's showing up," and and they're they're talking about his clock tower and how they're gonna tear down Leviathan's clock tower, uh, which is where he famously uh, did all of his um, alchemical work and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Which is funny. Uh, real quick, look like you're thinking, "Oh, this must have been hundreds and hundreds of years ago," because that's what my impression was. Nope. We're talking like a generation or two ago. Yeah, Actually, like no, just thirty years found, ago. You found the philosopher's stone in the winter of 1897. Yeah. Yeah, and and we're in the 20s 1924. Right now. So yeah, like almost yeah, 25 years. 20 yeah. years. So so you said what year? 1897. So yeah, it, that's like if what, what do we have? We have like five years uh, before 2024 and, yeah. and, and something happened apparently in 1997. In so yeah, it's not that, not that far of a distance. No. Um, but, but yeah, they're, they're looking for the body of, or trying to fig- figure out what's going on with, with this guy. Um, he, who's this, you know, apparently was this giant of a man uh, who, who wore a mask uh, everywhere and they, they eventually get into that. <laughs> Um, is this the one where they actually do find his corpse because they actually do find his corpse yeah is it yeah they they, is this the one um because yeah it's during it's it's when it's when Uh, episode 15 yeah when they found yeah and victory actually does find uh the corpse along with a shit ton of gold yeah that he didn't make (laughs) he just had it like selling his services Mm mm-hmm um but that's neither here or there yeah it's kind of implied that he actually could make make gold very he, briefly he i think he did out of a human sacrifice yeah out of human blood um, which interesting yeah because he ends up killing the only person that he like actually thought was a good person or something like that well so like i'm my not gonna lie that, this whole s- like these two arcs were these two episodes were incredibly confusing to me, and I <laughs> couldn't really follow what they were talking about. So uh, remember that the person that he killed was the son of the guy of his biggest doubter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Um, now the reason that he killed him was because well, a he was frustrated um, because uh, the king wouldn't leave him the fuck alone, and b it was pretty clear at that point because like this guy had been his student for so long. That he was just trying to get the secret of gold for his father. Mm. Like, so they were working in concert with each other, kind of like pulling a one over on him where the dad would be the, you know, the staunch, you know, you're a charlatan kind of guy. And the the son was the, uh, no, you know, teach me your techniques, forget about my father and stuff like that. But it was during, you know, this time of crisis for Leviathan that this kid was like really pushing him specifically to learn the secrets of how to make gold. He was like, 
just teach me how to make gold and we could show them all wrong. Just teach me, just teach me. And it was his insistence that it was gold, which was, you know, ironically what the royal family and, you know, this guy's dad were trying to push him to prove that he could do. Uh-huh. That he was like, oh, I get it. Okay. You're not with me, you're with them. And so he killed him. He's like, I'll show you gold. And he, you know, kills him and you know, turns his blood to gold or some stupid crap. But <laughs> I understood that. Like, I thought that was, you know, interesting and, and uh, like political intrigue type of thing but yeah otherwise i was not terribly interested in leviathan then i had this whole uh, thing here about albert the Min- and the ministry of occult they wanted to offer him protection in exchange for a great war and he wanted homunculus immortal soldiers yeah yeah and it's uh, like albert being uh victory king and greville's uh dad albert yeah. albert de blua yeah yeah the scum of the earth yeah this is when he was this is when he was younger um that he wanted like do you remember how they found the uh the room yeah there was a there was a booby trap um where before that but victory they wanted the original blueprints from the carpenter Oh, oh yeah, like, that, that random carpenter who like walked in that one time yeah. with, like Cujo and like Brian were facing off or something, and then like yeah. a carpenter walks in and says, "Get out of here!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Can I have the blueprints?" It's like, "Sure, kid. I just barely knew. Here's the blueprints to this building I'm about to demolish." And then we got to hear Cujo sing. Ugh. A real God, treat. I forgot about that. Why did you remind me? <laughs> Oh yeah, just uh, we didn't go over this either, but Funimation only has the dub, so we only, only like most of us only watch the dub. Um, but yeah, so I'm not sure if a singing is better in Japanese, but I kind of doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't great in English though. Uh, so yeah, that was the Leviathan thing. They come back to Leviathan. Leviathan yeah. plays. Well, uh, should we reveal uh, the big secret about Leviathan? Well, it's because it's the whole Coco Rose. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the big that's the big in. end mystery. Yeah, um, I mean like, they reveal at the end of fifteen when Greville recognized the body as being from Africa. Yeah, <laughs> so he's a black guy. Yeah, and that's why um, they were after him. And that's why when he escaped from the grave and ran through the dark, he couldn't be seen. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what they said. That is yeah. what okay. they fucking said. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking racism <laughs> in this goddamn show. Oh, Woo. Jesus. Um, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. We all got a good laugh out of that when it happened. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and then, then we get Lithuania into... Lithuania in 1914. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Beelzebub's Skull is the next arc, which... Uh, which is where we really get to kind of, I guess, learn about uh, Victory's mom and Brian Roscoe and what they're after. The, yeah, this, okay. this is like the beginning of the end of the show. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it all kind of just flows together from here. Real quick, Beelzebub Skull refers to a convent, mm-hmm. a religious <sighs> convent. It is a gigantic, like... Like this looks like Castle Grayskull, like from him. Like it looks that sinister. It looks like a really sinister place. And I have to know: Are there any Catholic convicts that look like convents that look that evil? Holy shit! But that circus, though. I, yeah, that that hostess circus that feature magic, which no, not in the Catholic Church. Um, well, 
<laughs> back in in the war, you had like the giant uh, nun. Uh, no, like it, the, it was it was Virgin a, it Mary, was a right? jack, giant ver- like giant weeping Virgin Mary. Yeah, and then, like, it came all out. The planes started crashing, and, and yeah, and made all the German planes crash into themselves. <laughs> Uh, which apparently, I mean, that you know, that turns out that Brian Roscoe, uh, the textbook stealing magician, um, created, um, like a projection machine. Yeah, like a projection illusion kind of thing. Um, which I don't know what it was projecting onto. It's impressive that he was able to make a projection out of thin air in the 1920s. My hats off to him. Um, but yeah, uh, like so, so Cujo and Victory uh, go to this. Um, it's 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 almost like a circus magic show at, at a convent, um, which celebrates the the miracle, quote unquote miracle uh, of the uh, Virgin Mary destroying planes for whatever reason. <laughs> um, and there uh, they run into, or specifically Cujo runs into Victorique's mother, um, Cordelia. And, yeah, Cordelia, and and also Brian. Well, I I guess we should say that. Victorique was taken by her father from the school and locked up in like a tower mm. in Beelzebub's school. So Victorique wasn't there by choice. She was forced right, there right. by her and, evil father. And Cujo, Cujo was going there to save her. That's right. I yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> the, um, the suitcase. Is this part of the show when I started to wonder if Victorique's ability is some kind of magic power? Like the way that that, uh, uh, Albert wanted to use her. Well, and, so like, Albert was her part of the what, Ministry of the Occult or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. he believed in, you know, magic and alchemy and stuff like that. Um, I don't think, you know, her Victorique's ability has anything to do with magic or. No, it, 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 it worked. Oh, it's, whatever it's pretty he did. Clear. It's, it's, it's pretty clear that, um, that, um, in the story, uh, at least from what I was getting, it there was you know uh, a fight within the country of Suvior um, between the the Ministry of Magic uh, and the uh, Academy of Science, and it was you know it's it pretty clearly um, like a reference to like that turn of the century because there was a lot of occultism in the 20th century. As a matter of fact, sure, uh, uh, Thomas Edison um, and a lot of uh, famous inventors back in the day were really into seances and 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 people who could who could <laughs> produce ectoplasm even though it, that was uh bullshit <sighs> but um at, and it wasn't until you know bet, better science came out that we were able to be like no being able to speak with the dead is is nonsense um so it's kind of like that and and but like and, and it, they go into it like victory's dad really still wants to believe Mm-hmm. Even though he's been disproven like multiple times, and it just ha- so happens that with Cordelia, he um, essentially rape produced a baby that had her exact same intuitions. Cordelia's exact same intuitions. Yeah, yeah, he's a sick fuck. That Albert. Yep. Um. Let me see. So, yeah, so... Man, how do things even go at Beelzebub School? Like, there's a bunch of, like, magic shows, and then there's one guy who 
Doesn't he like repair clocks or something? Who's actually uh, Simon Hunt? Yeah, Simon Hunt, who uh, I guess is there looking for these the, uh, this memento box. Yeah, they have this whole like memento box thing that belongs to Jupiter Roger. Jupiter Roger, yeah, who was introduced earlier on. He's like the he's from the Sci- Academy of Science, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of the heads of the Academy of Science. Yeah. And it's, uh, and he works with or against Albert. They're kind of like in parallel. Uh, he works against Albert because science and the occult don't get along. Yeah. Um, oh, but they both work for the king of Sibior. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's why they interact so much. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, so. I guess they find, like, uh, Cujo goes and rescues Victorique, and then they go watch some magic stuff. Or no, then they find Simon Hunt, and he's acting all suspicious, looking for stuff. Um, and then they go watch some magic, and Simon Hunt volunteers for <laughs> this, like, disappearing box act thing. Yeah. Um, and ends up getting got. Yeah. By this old lady. Who we find out later is part of Albert's entourage. <laughs> the grand design, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then chaos just kind of ensues as I don't remember exactly what happened, but did like, because they're like by an ocean or something. Yeah, and then like the dam, there's breaks? like a dam next to the convent, and that kind of big, like the floodgates get opened up. And uh, yeah, someone someone opens up the floodgates and it essentially starts flooding the convent, which terrible design. Uh, but yeah, what are you going to do? Uh-huh. And then they all get on the train and uh, that's yeah. when we get the whole lumberjack, oh, scarecrow, knights and orphan deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, Can we just skip episode 18 to say at the end? No. Uh, no. We gotta At talk. the end, do we have to talk about? We gotta it? talk about so... the orphan. Uh... Give me the edgy orphan. So we get to the train where everyone is supposed to be safe, but instead it is this weird spy versus spy episode where people with like it like they Victory and Cujo are in a train car, and instead of introducing each other by their names, they all start calling each other stuff. Uh, the lumberjack, uh, the orphan, the knight, I, the knight, and oh, the, what was the other woman? Um, Scarecrow. Yeah, she she goes Scare- pretty quickly, <laughs> yeah. so I didn't remember. Um, they f- and they're all <laughs> they're all like in competition with each other. Uh, fuck, I don't even remember over what. It's like I've kind of erased episode eighteen from my mind. It's so it's uh, over the memento box. That's right. Okay, yeah, over the, yeah, because some yeah. That- Cujo has no, no. So um, the orphan had because uh, when Cujo goes and meets Victorique's mom, Cordelia, um, Cordelia is where the memento box was, and it was missing. Right. So someone had already found it, and so the orphan had it, um, and the orphan was working with the scarecrow, I think. Um, and then the scarecrow goes up to get some new clothes, and the knight. Goes to you know in quotes check Go on her with her, 
Yeah. And uh, she disposes she, of her. <laughs> she gets stabbed and thrown off the train. Uh-huh. And, and then, so, yeah, the knight comes back with the clothes. Yeah. And then the orphan still has a memento box. And then, yeah, I'll let you, you you've got the dinner scene. Nicely yeah. So summarized. The, uh, the lumberjack poisoned the orphan's water. And then when the knight attacks, he shoots the knight and the orphan shoots the lumberjack and i don't really know what's going on and then yes yeah, so everyone's the, dead except for the lumberjack by the end yeah and uh yeah the orphan dies a sad and death. they had that crazy they shot the trigger device and the bomb on the bridge yeah. yes no 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 the trigger device which was tiny tiny teeny tiny they shoot okay they're on a moving train moving, <laughs> with a pistol move, with a pistol and they aim perfectly for this tiny little silver square, like, miles away from them. That is a hell of a shot. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole thing was silly. Um, I mean, it, 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 like, contextualized the memento box, but I think it could have been done better. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, what, they... You know, take the memento box off the orphan's body. Like they look through it, and it's just a bunch of like, you know, mementos. Obviously, yeah. From, like, uh, stuff, like revealing stuff about Jupiter Rogers' past and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. yeah. And victory gives it away to the lumberjack or the knight, yes. or whoever's left, but keeps one piece, the the trump card that they wanted from the memento box. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then we get the Christmas episode, which is kind of a Christmas episode. They have like a party uh, and a, a weird. They all dress uh, up for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> like like Halloween. Um, and uh, this was a big, big pet peeve of mine, though, when uh, they introduce kind of at the 11th hour, the whole. Uh, oh, shoot. What do they call her? What do they call Vectorique? The, uh, uh, I can't remember. How did not write that down? What are you talking about? Um, what was she called? Like she was embodying some, uh, it wasn't the fairy thing, was it? It was the fairy thing. Oh yeah. It was, I can't believe I didn't write, maybe I didn't write it down because I couldn't tell what they were saying exactly, but she was being referred to that like the rest of the show. By everybody, by 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 people who weren't Cujo or her or her close friends, yeah, or anybody at the school. Or yeah, anybody. it was like all the people around town wearing the rabbit heads. Oh, that's right. No, yeah, there's, there's a cult that that's actually uh, like that springs up around the idea of her as this like savior. Um, yeah. Oh hell, I don't remember. Yeah, they they actually like chant that name in the streets as they're like destroying shit. And like it's like this Frenchman. fairy tale character. Yeah, thing. it's a fairy. I want you guys, if I ever start chanting like, I don't know, fucking Cinderella or, or Snow White while wearing a bunny helmet and blowing stuff up, I want you to kill me. <laughs> I, I don't want to live anymore. Done. Because I've clearly, clearly gone off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole country goes off the deep end um, actually, or at least very large swaths of the country go off the deep end and, and join this cult uh, but, but we that's a little further and we'll, we'll get there um, 
uh, because first, uh, Cujo decides to go off to the capital to buy Victorique uh, a Christmas present, and Victorique uh, gets um, recalled by her father. So uh, he, her purpose is uh, is nigh, and uh, she ends up having to go with him uh, to to fill out her destiny, uh, which is really really weird. But we'll, we'll I, I keep saying this, but we'll we'll get there. Um, so Cujo uh, has to you know now uh, look for Victorique um, in the in ensuing episode. Um, and this is the one where we start to figure out, or we start to figure out that Victorique's purpose, apparently, is to figure out the death of Coco Rose, the queen who was around during the time of Leviathan, again, only maybe 30 years prior. Um, which, so all this time, and I'm just going to really quickly, you know, deviate, uh, all this time... We've been hearing about how, like, like uh, you know, the Albert de Blua, Victorique's dad, is this big bad guy, and he's got this plan. Like, he's really smart. This guy always has a plan. This guy is is the um, uh, the Bismarck of his day. Like, you know, Bismarck, famously German diplomat, always had a plan. This guy is the Bismarck, um, and it turns out that his plan for his daughter, uh, who he believes is magic is to solve a murder mystery from 20 years ago. So that's my first, that was my first indication that, okay, maybe this isn't going to be the best end I've ever seen in my life. Um, but it gets much worse. But like, so we, we find out like essentially what he does, Albert, that is, is he locks Victorique in a room uh, with a bunch of people who are just there to antagonize her. Seriously, just antagonize her. That's all they do. And she's got, uh, a just a metric ass ton of of papers everywhere, uh, evidence, eyewitness accounts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, about um, the Coco Rose case. Um, and and her job is to figure out what happened, and that is a really stupid plan. <laughs> um, but, but but from this we do figure out uh, Coco Rose again operating in the time of Le- Leviathan. Um, I'll just really quickly spoil it because it's not not remotely important, honestly. Um, she uh, she was queen um, and she became enamored with Leviathan for his his alchemy and all that stuff. Um, no, there was uh, another reason, Carlos. Well, that was that. Like, I imagine the first the first <laughs> yeah. reason was hey magic, and then it was hey dick. But uh, <laughs> so there it is. Uh, so she has an affair with um, Leviathan. And uh, because Leviathan, again, was a African-American man or African-American, he's not American, African, <laughs> no, he was just African. Because he was an African man, um, the baby turned out to be, uh, well, half black. Um, and the king seeing this, uh, you know, got really jealous and, you know, murked his wife. Well, turns out, no, he didn't because it was, <laughs> it was the, the maid to the queen who looked so much like her that the king had no idea that he just killed not his wife uh and there was an actress who he who he 
hired to play his wife because, you know, the way monarchies work, um, the queen had to have come from another royal family. So they would obviously be really, 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 really angry that their um, daughter had been killed. Um, so he he hired an actress and sent her off to live in a manner um, away from prying eyes. And when the family of the other country was like, hey, we really fucking want to see our daughter. He had the actress killed in yeah. a really bizarre way where um, where she, they saw her die in one area and then her head appeared in another. Yeah. And that was the big mystery. And then the head exploded. And then the head exploded. Yes. <laughs> um, like, like this is this is the mystery that that became so big in the country of Sevier that they had a, uh, a musical made about it. Yeah. And then like the teacher and the, was it the, the lunch lady, like super into it. And then we get this weird, you know, friendship with them, I guess. Uh, how she gets mad, how the other one didn't invite them to the, there's like this weird shenanigans going on with this kind of serious, kidnappings all yeah, the way I, I, it's it's very much the um uh the r2d2 and c3po in the original star wars movie bit like because it's like all right you have these comedic characters around you know this semi-serious action bit but this is even more serious <laughs> like yeah. and, and we have these two comedic characters. like uh what was her name again not not the teacher that her friend um uh do i don't remember her name, name? she she yeah. definitely has a name the, but yeah we we keep getting these cuts to like the musical or the the opera or whatever uh the play there you go that's what it is uh, the, the play of coco rose where she's talking like a person in a theater you know like when obnoxious people talk in a movie theater like she's doing that <laughs> and she's all of her talking is uh exposition for us sophie sophie okay yeah, um, she, she's she's giving us exposition for the play that we and the audience are both watching <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah i would smack her so hard if i was sitting yeah, in that it, theater it was bizarre she was a cute character but yeah that was annoying um <sighs> so yeah real quick before mm. we go on i uh have just encountered a real weird uh my anime list glitch that's not a glitch i think it's april fools Oh, is that what it's about? Yep, I think well, so. Uh, it just uh, flipped over. That's real annoying. Yep, Thank you. Shouldn't have my left end. that page. Oh my god! Bad timing. <laughs> well, happy April Fools to us. I don't know who Maru Maru Yamada is. Um, uh, yeah. Google. I don't know. Uh, anyway, it doesn't uh, matter. Screw my animalist. Um, stupid. Let's see. So yeah, so so that's the the mystery of Coco Rose. This is the mystery that Victory was literally born to solve. And I'm just gonna really quickly divert from this because I made this argument. Well, and and I don't think it's really much of an argument because I I feel like most of the people in our Discord <laughs> agree with me. But what is your plan when you? Because um, Albert de Blua uh -huh. uh kidnapped Cordelia Gallo. Cordelia was uh, a gray wolf. She was exiled from her village. Uh, for the the murder that she didn't commit that we talked about earlier, um, she was a like a cabaret dancer kind of thing. Uh, she uh, Albert de Blue kidnaps her, uh, rapes her, um, and like I guess they say they're married, which 
I don't really think it's a marriage when one side doesn't can't can't say you know I do without it being under duress. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so whatever. Uh, rapes her, has a rape baby with her, specifically for the purpose of solving this mystery. Yeah. Well, because what? Yeah, because he wants to solve the mystery of Coco Rose's murder because whoever murdered her, he can gain leverage on. Um, and so the result of uh, Victory's kind of investigation into this, even though she doesn't, you know, say who actually did it, um, Albert, you know, takes it to mean that the king was the one who killed her, who, you know, for all intents and purposes, did um, even though, you know, she's still alive and whatever, but he has that guilt on his mind. So Albert is now able to blackmail the king into submission, essentially. Otherwise, he's going to reveal that. Yeah, but that's some plan, isn't it? I know. It's. I mean, like, what? how, how, like, if he knew, why didn't he just act on it to begin with? Why did he need his daughter to do it? Why did he, he need to evidence. have a rape baby to do it? Look. Um, it, yeah, because the mother was is just as intelligent, if not you know, more so than the child. Um, it's where she gets her intelligence from, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, yeah, it's it's baffling reasoning. Um, that just really didn't make any sense. Now, <laughs> him wanting to blackmail the king, I mean, that made sense. And, and, and the whole, like, everything about, like, the gathering of evidence helped him oust um, Jupiter, Roger. Jupiter Rogers as, as the king's right-hand man. Because Jupiter Rogers knew about the murder of the queen yeah, by the king. Yeah, he covered it up. He's a gray out. wolf too, but it's yes. yeah, and that's a, that's the a weird thing. It was just because he was a gray wolf and hadn't told the king. Which, if the king had freaking eyeballs, he could tell because He's gray blonde. wolves <laughs> gray wolves were like really super blonde and could not grow facial hair to save their lives. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been hard to figure out. But like Jupiter Rogers is so. Uh, taken aback by the uncovering of his of his you know past that he jumps out a window and escapes um and and this leaves albert de blua to to uh gain the ear of the king and essentially create within the country in the in a matter of i I can't stress this enough days a fascist dictatorship out of the once just heretical monarchy which i mean honestly Six and one, half dozen, and the other is pretty much the same thing to me. Um, <laughs> and, and start leading these fanatical, rabbit-headed uh, like zealots, uh, it like to, um, to the next world war, which apparently is on the horizon. Because you hear in the background in these last few episodes, "Oh, Germany's invaded Poland. What are we going to do?" Um, oh, it's a uh, monster charmant. Monster charmant. Yeah, that's the. So oh. that, that's. That's what they down because I don't know how to spell it. That's what they refer to Victory as as this this uh yeah uh, and not to I don't even want to say holy figure it's like fairy tale figure the teacher gave her a costume of it yeah she was the reason this happened and then everyone refers to her as as monster she's the monster charmant Uh, a phrase we didn't hear the entire show yeah Uh, until the very end. Yep. Uh, not to, uh, you know, halt you in your tracks, but we missed probably the most important thing after the discovery of the Coco Rose case. 
uh, we find out that Brian Roscoe is not one Brian Roscoe, oh. but actually two <laughs> Brian Roscoes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait did, did we figure that out at that point, or did at we figure point, it out uh, at, at, during the rebellion? No, nope, it's episode, after end of twenty one. Because yeah, because uh, because on the way back to the school, Cujo and Victorique share a ride with who we are led to imply or like you know infer is Coco Rose and the. Uh, bastard son of uh, Leviathan of Leviathan and then standing on the tree watching them go back to the school is Victorique and two Brian Roscoe's that's right yeah they're twins <laughs> and one of them is an asshole yeah. um but so they eventually you know break Victorique free and and Victorique's mom uh stands in for her uh, during like a essentially a Nazi rally. I mean, that's what it looked like to me, just yeah. with with more ridiculous Nazis because they had rabbit heads on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and and like this is the the big introduction of the monster shaman to the people. You know, the hope that's going to lead them through the next war. Uh, yes, this tiny tiny little country is looking to expand. Apparently, uh, with the I can only assume an army of maybe tens of thousands if they're lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and. <laughs> right before all this happens, they send every foreigner back to their home. Oh, yeah. So they Kujo, deport mass de- deportation. Yeah. So Kujo gets sent back to Japan, Japan where he enters the army, like right away, yeah. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and we get those weird scenes with like Cecile's only teaching Avril. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Avril's the only one there. They they couldn't they could send they could send Kujo all the way back to Japan, but they couldn't send Avril back to England. <laughs> she got sent back close. eventually but it's just like uh, but yeah, whatever but, but yeah so so uh, uh cordelia stands in for uh for victorique as the monster shaman during the rally um and reveals herself and there is uh a, like a big rebellion and not even really like a rebellion like they just it's like a war, essentially, like a war zone. <laughs> but 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 the thing is, is, it's not one side. Like it's like they set up explosives, and uh-huh. Brian fought a whole bunch of people, and Victorique. I mean, sorry, uh, Cordelia fought fought Albert, and they both killed each other. But yeah, randomly nobody, with amazing sword skills. Yeah, randomly. Yeah, <laughs> but but nobody else, nobody else was fighting on the side of Cordelia and and uh, Robert Number One. Or I'm and sorry, Brian Robert, Roscoe. Brian, Brian num- yeah, Brian Roscoe Number One. Um, Angry Brian? No, this this was actually cool, Brian. Um, yeah, because remember, calm Brian. Ang- I think we call it Angry oh. Brian and Calm Brian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so Calm Brian kills a whole like I just I must have killed a shit ton of rabbit head Nazis before uh, he died himself, and uh, <laughs> in, in some epic duel with one of the old ladies. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, and then he has an epic duel with with the, one of the old ladies from the from the uh, the the yeah the weird school. box trip yeah. yeah. So yeah, so she's dead. Um, the the big bad guy's dead, and then uh, Victory decides uh, that she's going to go across the sea to Japan, well, across the sea, across many seas to Japan to see Cujo. Well, yeah. you have the whole like, brought the other Brian tries to kill Victorique. Yep, because he hates her. She like ends up knocking him off the yeah the cliff. <laughs> off the, yeah, uh-huh. and rescued him yeah it's so weird like he falls what seems to be like hundreds of feet supposedly to his death and then like the next scene is 
them sitting against the wall next to or no trying to board a boat yeah and he's alive somehow and she's dressed yeah, i was confused nun. at first because i thought it was like uh i thought it was uh cordelia and tom brian at first yeah because by now it's just like this it's just so confusing on the uh-huh. who's who until you realize <laughs> okay it is victory and uh-huh. i guess crazy brian who calmed I down it was calm brian yeah, it's I thought like, he survived somehow and then like found Victorique and took her to the boat. But no, it's Angry Brian. It's Angry Brian, yeah. <laughs> um, but, so weird. Yeah, so then they're sitting against the wall and Greville finds them. And he calls out, you there, half-dead man. Yeah, yeah. And talks to, tells uh, him to Victorique. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just... And uh, Victorique and Brian Roscoe, angry version, oh. board the boat. Okay. Real quick. Yeah. Before we like, cause, because uh, we didn't really get into it, but like we see that like uh, Gravel helps Albert a lot when he's doing bad shit too, to to yeah. Victorique. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this this little bit where he's like he's supposed to be scouring the country for Victorique. This is his redemption thing, but he's still it's just such an asshole. an asshole. Yeah. Everything he did like throughout the show, like there were times where they were trying to make him a sympathetic character, but they just kept making him more of an asshole. Again, Gravel is Victorique's half brother and he treats her like a thing, actually calls her a thing a couple times. Doesn't say, yeah. you know, you or her or she ignores like, her existence. Yeah. And yeah, if he does call her something, he will use the word it or yeah, gray wolf or gray wolf. Yeah. So this character sucks. Yeah, and the fact that they tried to make him sympathetic at the end sucks worse. Um, but yeah, so they 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 get on the boat uh, to go to Japan, uh, which <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Victory's hair turns white, silver, 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 whatever. Yeah. It, it change it changes to a color that it really should not be. And Brian Roscoe, angry version, dies in his bed. Dies, dies at sea. Yeah, dies at sea, and <laughs> we have the seed of. Uh, Cujo writing the letter in his Japanese boot camp, and then they're just getting bombed. Yeah, who the fuck is bombing boot camp? Like boot camps are set up out of the way so they don't get hit. Look, strike them where they come from. <laughs> uh, I mean, they still have guns there. Look, you're not what are you going to do against the plane if you got or what you, yeah? Well, guns, why aren't there anti, why are there why aren't there zero why are there zero anti aircraft guns look, at this boot camp? Look, Carlos. <laughs> Why was that plane flying at such a low altitude while <laughs> It was all stupid. It was, yeah. I, at this point, I had nothing but contempt. And then on the boat, yeah. like they're looking for Victorique. Oh, yeah. They're looking, looking for, for a blonde girl. A blonde girl, about 15, but looks Wearing 10. None. <laughs> That's a quote. The fugitive has blonde hair, is 15, but looks to be 10. So yeah. why even say she's 15? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wait, what is she, she going to admit it? Hey, uh, are you 15? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's got silver hair now, which they do not explain at all in the, in the anime, anime. And we had to kind of look it up, and we'll get into that after. And we... Jupiter shows up. Yeah. And gives and her pile letters. Uh huh. Which are from Cujo, who's been trying to write to her. Yeah. Um, which, how he... does he have that correspondence? I don't. He's writing them to Jupiter. No, that's not true. I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he had no other who could, could he contact with him the teacher probably, yeah he was probably running to the school and they were probably just intercepting him i don't How know did you get him yeah 
<laughs> this this random this random Japanese soldier who who uh what do you call it? You used to be a student there. Who, who used to go to Wait, school here? Was Jupiter Roger on that boat? Uh, no, it's when Victory got off somewhere else. She just okay. left the country, I think. But gotcha. she went somewhere else for a little while. Okay. Because yeah, okay, that okay makes sense. Um, like she met up with Jupiter on the shore. Yeah, got the someplace and then got back on the boat to go to Japan. Uh, that must have been a hell of a trip. Um, and then Going we get like the whole scene Europe to Japan with Kujo, or I assume he was dying, right? Like where like he's like legs got crushed and like he's like crawling across like this desert without any legs. He, I think like, that was a dream, and it was thing. a dream, but it was like okay, you know, this thing collapsed on top of him. You know, he doesn't have legs anymore, or they're broken, or something, and that's just gonna be the end of Cujo. And then it, it wasn't. Because Victory gets to Japan and apparently lives with Cujo's family for, what, two years or something like that? Uh, the last scene is in spring 1929. Okay, so five years. Um, and then, yeah, Cujo comes back from war and they meet up and get married and live happily ever after. We had a good ending. Good ending, guys. Woo! We had a happy ending. Is it? <laughs> it's, a, it's a matter of perspective. Did you see? Did you oh. see? Yeah. The... Did you see the like the city that they were in? Like, yeah, just Kujo... destroyed, just leveled. Yeah, probably probably not what I'd call a happy ending, but uh, yeah, yeah. You know, poor they're together, damn it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Throwing bot- letters in a bottle out in the ocean from England. <laughs> that come back to her. Yeah, I'll just come back wash to it her. right away. Um, yeah. So, hmm. Do we want to talk about how it differs, apparently, in the uh, light novels? I mean, I don't have anything pulled up. But okay, I, think... I remember a few things. Um, first of all, Albert does not die. The dad lives on. Because he never somehow. does a sword fight. Yeah. Because there's no reason for them to know how to use swords. Yeah, because uh, Cordelia just takes um, Victorique's place and then they hang her. Um, and then apparently the reason that Brian Roscoe, angry version, died was not because of wounds, but because he left the homeland. Europe. Yeah, and apparently there's he has some magical tie to um, the city or whatever. The, the country oh the gray wolves that's the gray right. wolf country yeah yeah so he he dies and that's the reason that victory's hair becomes silver yeah is because she's half a uh, gray wolf so she can live outside but she loses the magic that the gray wolf blood gives her uh which saps the blonde out of her hair um blonde is magic apparently apparently i don't I mean, know i get that well my early notes was kujo loves blondes it's true. And Victory's not blonde anymore. So what's he going to do? It's true. Go oh, find Avril. Time, yeah, time to go find Avril. <laughs> go live in England. England's yeah. not destroyed right now. Actually, no, I take that it, back. I mean, it'll be destroyed. I don't know. The times. It's not important. Nope. Nothing's important. Uh, nothing. Yeah, nothing matters. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Those are, yeah, those are ones that I vaguely remember from that. But 
<sighs> it was just a, a real incoherent mess of a plot at the end. I mean, it was it wasn't it, it was setting us up for something that that probably should have been more than one season long with two cores. Yeah. Um, and yeah. instead they had to rush the ending at the end for yeah one of the uh, the oh war. that's right the other thing was that the uh, the whole Montreal Charmant thing didn't exist in the light novel they made that up completely for the anime <laughs> yeah that's right which makes a lot of sense because it's not referenced at all anywhere in the story previously because that'd that be arc. bad writing oh I see it's just bad writing yeah <laughs> yeah for knowledge. Like even never mind the fact that they they preempted you know the the war even though they said it was going to be years away and it ended up being two months away. Yeah. Um, just a I guess a disappointing way to end things. I don't know what else to say really. Honestly, I everything was kind of disappointing. <laughs> The best thing about this show was watching it with other people. For sure. It was a lot of fun to watch with other people. I, I don't think I would have gotten past like episode 16 or 17 uh, if I wasn't watching it in group watch. Yeah. Uh, I think it started just kind of losing me somewhere on the halfway point. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So let's go through our usual questions here. What did we like about the show? Avril. <laughs> Avril. Avril was all right. Um, I really liked Victorique. Um, no, I thought, yeah, <laughs> no? No. <laughs> no. okay, whatever. Super, <laughs> super, super unbelievable. I'm not in it for the unbelievableness. I'm in it for the cute, and she's adorable. I think Avril was <laughs> much more believable and much sweeter. Uh, uh like, I don't know. Like there was, you know, like some cool, like cinematic, cinematic. <clears throat> cinematography. cinematography there's some nice shots you know look they're generally animated pretty well i don't think i have any real complaints about it especially from 2011 anime mm-hmm. um so like on that front like the music's pretty good mm-hmm. uh the dub's pretty good yeah her laugh i forgot about her oh, laugh from the oh boat. god <laughs> <laughs> it sounded just like the one in japanese so i guess that's what they're basing it off of yeah um but still it's, yeah forgot about that that was pretty good um i mean i like some of the arcs uh i thought the coco rose story you know for as kind of confusing and weird as it was was fairly well done um because i at least had to think about it and was coming up with you know potential ways that it could end um i really did like the the first arc uh on the boat I thought that was pretty interesting, but yeah, I think it definitely gets outweighed by the more just confusing and weird uh, story bits for the the rest of the show. Yeah, I will say, like, yeah, going off your you know, the Coco Rose thing, I think the setups are pretty good. Some mm-hmm. of the setups are actually excellent. Like you say, yeah. the, the Coco Rose storyline is excellent. It's just the delivery of the ending and how they come to those mm-hmm. conclusions and why they're coming to those conclusions, which is really the catalyst for the whole show to begin with. Yeah. Um, it, it's such a letdown that it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm sorry she's dead, even though it was like a really cool story. But this is really dumb. Like everything, <laughs> everything around it 
it, it's like it's like good meat in a shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this show has also just kind of turned me off of mystery, not mystery, detective shows for a while. Yeah. Because I was thinking, and it's like, I just don't really enjoy detective shows anymore. Because the problem with writing super intelligent characters is the writer has to be at least as intelligent as the characters they're writing to make them seem believable, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that's why I was thinking maybe it is just a magical power she has because there's nothing explains the connections she's making. And it's, it's just so many leaps of logic that I just, I'm not, I'm not flexible enough to move in those directions. I see. I, I, I'd agree with you, but, but I would say like I would classify it as like a super detective show, like the, where the the detective is is so incredibly smart, it's almost supernatural. Yeah, well, yeah. Like in this case, Holmes kind of thing. But like I don't know, I wouldn't mind. I would not mind it like anime that dealt with mystery and had detectives well, who were human detectives. You know, sure. I w- I would love that. I just I don't think we see any of that most of the time when they make shows with detectives in it. They have to be these over the top brilliant people. Yeah, it's like, yeah. can we just have like, more mundane crimes? <laughs> <laughs> also, a lot of people die in Sibior for a place that small. Just saying. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are some like other detective shows that you guys have liked before? Anything that comes to mind? No. <laughs> uh, I guess more I, mystery shows as well. Uh, in terms of mystery... I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Higurashi Kai. Hmm. That's the mystery. That's like the salute, uh, solving part of Higurashi when they cry. Um, uh, so the two that kind of like came to mind for me um, are very different, I think, from Gosik in a lot of ways. Uh, the first was Erased. Um. I would classify that as kind of a mystery slash detective show in a way. Um, and then the other one is Hioka, which is very much different from uh, Gosik. Yeah. Uh, Hioka is an interesting one to bring up because um, I adore Hioka. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one, it was like, I like that one because the mysteries are so minor. And yeah. it's like, yes, those are things high school students can figure out. And it, like, they're smart high school students, but I appreciated, like, how mundane the things were and how they went about taking, like, episodes to figure them out. Yeah. It works. Uh, I mean, I've. Ghost Town kind of qualifies. Uh, that's more like. Uh, I guess that's kind of a mystery monster. Um, I'm kind of looking through what's labeled as mystery. Denicoil's labeled as mystery. How do you think that compares? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because there is like the overarching mystery of it. Yeah. It's like the one guess- big mystery. Encompasses mm-hmm. the whole show, yeah. Which is probably a better way to do it. 
Yeah, and that's kind of what I was hoping for with this, but yeah, it was so yeah. segmented and then very rushed at the end. Right. Um, they have like all of Monogatari listed under mystery. Um, kind of, I guess. Kind, kind of? of, I guess. Yeah, that was my take as well. Darara. Kind of? Kind of. Those are more like supernatural rather than mystery. Yeah. I mean, like weird stuff is happening. And why is it happening? But it's not the focus of the story. No. Eden of the East. Haven't seen that one. Eden of the East is a good one. Uh, okay, that is one I would classify. I love Eden of the East. Yeah. I can't really think of a whole lot else, though. Maybe 91 Days, but that's more of a revenge type thing. Yeah. But there is some mystery. Kind of. No, not really. I think, they, like, they, they like, it'd be like, sh- I'm trying to think of shows with, like, continuous mysteries. Uh, Boongo Stray Dogs kind of is. Yeah, that's more supernatural, though. Yeah, because they have, like, their powers... And there is a Rompo, and he does have, like, a... It's similar to, like, the Wellspring of Logic that mm. Um, mm. Uh, Victorique has. Steinsgate? Uh, sure. And I like that for... Like, I don't think I like that for the mystery, though. I just like the characters quite a bit. I mean, the yeah. the, the mystery was fine, but... Mm-hmm. Um, Akka. <laughs> I felt like... There was a lot of mystery in that one, and it was pretty compelling and well done. Ghost stories. That's just <laughs> ghost hunting. And like, why is this happening? Let's yeah. chant a weird spell and make it go away. Mm-hmm. Um, though, so that's like, I think that's probably the best we can do for anime that's similar to that we would maybe recommend. Um, the... oh, are, we, are we saying that people, no, don't. Yeah. Don't watch this show. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> like, my one thought coming out of this show was that uh, I don't, I think, Eric, you've seen The Prestige. Yes. Um, and, like, my first thought after we finished watching was that The Prestige was a far better version of this. Yeah, go watch The Prestige. It's a great movie. And it yeah. stars two Bryans. <laughs> hey, spoilers. Um <laughs> that's really why it made me think of the prestige because it has that but uh yeah that's a really good movie i would recommend that but that's you know that's like an, a live action people movie that's not anime we don't deal with that stuff here <laughs> i mean i do um, have like the street show that brian roscoe had it was uh-huh. called with him called roscoe the teleporter huh huh interesting yeah yeah okay go watch the prestige yeah go watch the prestige in- indeed so yeah, would we recommend the show? I can't. Nah. No, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I think everything they're... in me <laughs> rejects that idea. Uh-huh. I was really excited coming into this because it seemed like something I would enjoy. Yeah, I mean, and I do like I, I, as much as I think. Um, you know, I like Avril better than Victory. I still liked uh-huh. Victory a lot as a character yeah. and enjoyed following her. I didn't mm-hmm. like Cujo as much. Cujo, Cujo was terrible. He sucked. Yeah. Cujo sucked. Yeah, he was he was uh, just an awful protagonist because he was so stupid. Yeah. Um, what do like, the people see in him? Honestly, like, he was the third son of a Japanese soldier. Oh God. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but but like 
uh, like, and it, it might be worth it. Uh, no, no, it's not. Okay, here's what you do. YouTube the scenes just of Victory being cute or just of, of Avril getting rejected. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the feel for the best parts of the show. Um, if you I really, would... if you must just watch the, the, the arcs that we talked about that we somewhat enjoyed. I'm going to say, if you're going to watch the show, watch it with a group of people. There you go. Yeah. Or watch, that like that the was first, the best part. Watch like the first eight episodes and pretend that's the whole series. But I enjoyed the opening bits. <laughs> I can't. If I'm, I can't do that. If you're going to watch a show, you need to watch all of it. Yeah, stuff at the end isn't relevant to the beginning anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But. Well. That, like if we if you have to recommend it like that anyway, just it it's yeah. not worth watching, for sure, for sure. Uh, so I guess that takes us to uh, our scores. Do we want to read the community scores first and then do ours? Sure, we can do that. Um, I'll take this first one from Crash, who gave it a two out of five. Um, I ended up giving it a two out of five. It was fun as hell to watch with everyone, but man, when I had to catch up on 12 episodes, it was a slog. It started off strong with the boat mystery. That was nice. But after that point, it just became okay and a bit predictable. Then the last eight episodes were pretty bad. And those last four, man, that was rough. I, uh, I didn't know if it wanted, oh, it didn't know if it wanted to be mysterious, political or dramatic. And it just turned out uh, a mess. And they got cringy with the romance and cheesy lines. I enjoyed those. Uh, it kept forcing me to make leaps in logic to justify things going on. And even then, some of it didn't make sense. And that sucked. But man, it was fun to watch with everyone. And Victorique is still cute as heck. Um, and then he adds little hat aesthetic. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> uh, okay. I'll, I'll take natives. Um, <laughs> it's for if, if my... Uh... What do you call it? Internet will hold up. Uh, Native, Native gives it a 2.5 out of 5. He says, uh, I'll keep it short because Crash nailed my opinions on it. Uh, mine as well. Um, I see the appeal of the show, uh, but I didn't find the mysteries it, pre- uh, it presents all that compelling. Part of my enjoyment of mystery-focused shows is trying to solve the mystery before the characters do. I don't think Gossic... Uh, does that well with Lolly Sherlock Deus Ex machina uh, her way <laughs> to each conclusion. Agreed. Uh, however, uh, I think it's a perfect group watch show. Although I'd give it a 2.5 out of 5, <laughs> it's a 4.5 out of 5 group watch show. Real easy to banter over. Um, this, post, <laughs> this post brought to you by the Little Hat Squad, <laughs> which is apparently a thing in our Discord now. And, uh, Eric, you want to take this last one? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't able to join us for the last one. He still hasn't finished his last four episodes, but he says he doubts uh, his three out, of, three, and a, <clears throat> three out of five is going to change with the last four no episodes anyway. Uh, it will change. It was quite the fun show, especially for a group watch setting. It had so much weird and outrageous stuff that was cool to react to in a group setting. Unfortunately, I felt the mysteries fell short in their execution and I didn't feel the characters were super strong overall. Still, it was creative and interesting. I really wish they had done a better job with their main story plot and had worked a little harder on the individual mysteries. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Hmm. What do I give this show? Well, on Maul, <laughs> it has uh-huh. an 8.18. <laughs> so, that it's is, uh... well-liked in the anime community at large. I wonder, I wonder how... Is this not hold up? Is yeah, that that's problem? what I'm, I'm thinking. Maybe it just doesn't hold up. Um, which I could totally see. Um, I think for me, I'm going to give it a two out of four. Out of four? Uh, no, two out of five. Sorry. Um, I felt like there were some good mysteries. Um, I really enjoyed Victorique as a character, um, but it just got so bogged down in its attempts at being an interesting show that it just lost a lot of what it had going for it. So yeah, two, two out of five for me. Okay, Kibe. Uh, I'm also giving it a two out of five. Uh, I thought it started off really good. Um, like the first four, eight episodes were pretty fun. Um, but man, Cujo like never changed or got better. And we were just stuck with him all the time with his consistently bad decisions. And he just, Cujo just sucks. Yeah. I hate Cujo. I actually hate him. (laughs) Um, he's basically harmless, but as a character, he's useless. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I I think a lot of the production quality is good. You know, it's you know, good ED. I really like the first one more than the second one. The first ED was very strong. Um, but I I kind of wish that someone in our community really likes it because I. I would like to hear the reasons why. <laughs> uh, I think Jeff does like yeah. it. It's unfortunate that he can join us today, but we had to get this done. Yeah, um, I don't like talking about shows I don't like. So yeah, this is just tough. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> same. Uh, well, uh, we're we're going to be same across the board here because I also gave it a two out of five. Nice. Um, it, early on, it did, it did um, really keep me going like even though like you said Kujo didn't change even though um the way she solves mysteries is exactly the fucking same all the time i was like all right i want to find out what's going on in this country and how it's going to change uh and then the prophecy i was like oh cool so like we're gonna get like a jump ahead in years and phew. yeah the the thing is is that like the reason it gets a two instead of like a one or 1. 1.5 or a one is is it did it did really set me up the problem is it set me up for fucking failure. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and su- like so much disappointment, um, which is unfortunate because, like I said, I did like Victory as a character, even though, again, like uh, Native put it very aptly with this whole Deus Ex Machina thing. Um, and I loved Avril. And one of my favorite characters was a side character. But they can't <laughs> they can't save the show for being a tremendous disappointment when it came to, to story and especially the ending of the story. Just yeah. not not worth um, all the time put in, honestly. But yeah. like they said, a lot of fun to watch with you guys. Like, if I was watching this on my own, I would have dropped this probably after I found out that that Victorique was 
was a rape baby specifically made to solve one singular mystery sure. from 20 years ago, I would have dropped it. Yeah. I would have been like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But watching it with you guys, I got to kind of – it was more enjoyable or it was easier to digest, I guess I should say. There right. Because we were even able to share thoughts like at the end of each session. you know. So we're all kind of you know, keeping track of what how each other is feeling too. Mm-hmm. And talking about what we just saw and trying to figure it out. <laughs> easy, yeah. easy to vent about. Too. Like the, the, it would be so much easier to watch, like to like you know shows that I draft that end up being shit. It's it would be so much easier to watch them in this kind of setting than it would be to to watch them than it is to watch them by myself because watching it by myself is a slog. Um, mm-hmm. But this this made it slightly more bearable. Yeah, I just remembered one other difference between the anime and the light novel. Um, there's a scene, the scene where they're like taking Cujo away. Mm. And Victor wakes up in the tower with uh, Greville, who's like trying to take her, and she's like threatening to kill herself if they do anything to Cujo. Mm. Um, I don't remember exactly what they do in the anime, but like, like they, you know, they take let... her away and deport him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that scene in the light novel. Apparently, she tattoos herself. Um, yeah. And then when she reaches Japan on the boat, she has nowhere to go. She doesn't know where Kuto's family is. So she was going to she got picked up by this guy who was going to turn her into a prostitute. But because she was tattooed, he didn't do that. And she was able to find <laughs> Kuto's family. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> kudos to them uh-huh. for recognizing that she can't speak Japanese. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that was that was a thing in the in the show. She just kind of shows up in Japan and tries to English her way around, and it's not like the Japanese would have any reason to be angry at people who speak English right at that no. moment in time. Nope, um, not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that show. All right, well, uh, that does it for this one, I guess. Yeah, um, yes, but, it does. But we will be back because we are we're almost done already at this point with uh with flip flappers so look forward to that one uh, eventually yeah <sighs> that's gonna be an interesting one to talk about yeah thus far yeah well i mean i i feel like we're gonna be a little bit more upbeat <laughs> at least <laughs> yeah uh, there's a lot more to like i think with uh, flip flappers but that's for the next time um so yeah overall we're gonna give gosick a two out of five um, the average came to 2.25 and I'm just going to round that down um, but if you would like to share your opinion uh, of this anime um, and if you like to tell us why you can get a hold of us a number of ways we are on twitter at the anime underscore arcade we are on facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade we are on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Our email is mail.animearcade at gmail.com. Our website is animearcade.net. Hit us up on any of those. We can get you an invite to our Discord. Cube, um, the uh, Hunger Games just ended. Yes. And that's uh, You're taking a few weeks off of that one to kind of uh, rework everything. And uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to kind of start fresh again make a whole bunch of new lines and probably won't be asking for submissions for teams until after uh soccer con so if you want to jump in on that there is time yeah yeah so think of your teams and then uh 
when he asks for teams. It's first come, first serve, so... Yeah, you gotta be quick. Yeah. Quick on the gun. Um, then, yeah, we're almost done with Flip Flappers, so if you have a show that you want us to watch as a group, you can always get in and put up a show to get voted on. Uh, and then we can be either happy or depressed as we talk about it. I think so. this is the first time we've ever given something below, like, a 2.5. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't think we're this. I don't think as a group we're this down on a Sabagaboo. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel bad for Jeff. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Jeff. I feel good. Yeah. Uh, this is how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes people enjoy shows that others don't. So well, I mean, he, he admittedly too hasn't seen it in a while or hadn't seen yeah. it in a long time. So maybe it just doesn't hold up. Oh, we're all just way too picky or something. <laughs> that's definitely true we weren't swept uh, along with the mysteries as intended yeah yeah okay well thank you all for joining us and until next time peace see you next time bye bye